We'll do a, re- a review of Lakuta Sichas Chelik Yud Gimel, the first Sicha for the Parsha of Masay, for the Sedra of Masay. In this Sicha, the Rebbe explains the paradox in the uh, dividing up Eretz Yisrael, as discussed in our Parsha, in the Parsha's Pinchas, um, that on one hand it was done logically, uh, the pieces, the way the people got their pieces, we'll see inside, but uh, on the other hand, it was also done by the uh, lottery. The Rebbe will bring out that Eretz Yisrael has both of these uh, necessary, there is a logical dividing of the land of Eretz Yisrael, but Eretz Yisrael also has a revealed level of lottery, which is the revelation of godliness in Eretz Yisrael. The Rebbe also explains a very interesting uh, saying of the Tshuvas HaGoinim, who say that one who does not go along with the idea of a goyrel, of a lottery, is like denying the Aseres Hadibras, the Ten Commandments. And the question is, while a lottery should be interpreted as the will of Hashem, but why specifically is he violating the Aseris Adibris? The Rebbe will explain that also with Ramban very, very interestingly. The Rebbe goes through the three levels that the Torah is, uh, relates to the Yidden. A, as a sale to the Yidin Mecher, as it's called. It's, first of all, it's a Yerusha, then it's a Mecher, and it's also a Matona. The Rebbe will explain all the, the different aspects in the Torah and tie it all in to the idea of Goyrol, which is an aspect which is higher than uh, than logic. So let's look inside. Aleph. Bachalukas ha'oretz ha'muvo'erez b'parshaseinu. Uh, the distribution of the land of Eretz Yisrael, which is explained in our parsha, the parsha's Masse, and also Ube parsha's Pinchas, in the section of Pinchas, there's Kama Protim Hadershim Biur. So there are some details that require explanation, Umehem. So some of them is Aleph. Number one, there is Dovor Vihipuchay. Seems to be an item. And the opposite, two extremes. On one hand, we say that that the distribution, the way they divided up the land, was done logically. The Pasik says that Lorav Tarbe to a tribe that has many members, you increase their inheritance. Vilamaat and a tribe that has fewer numbers, Tamit Goimer, you give him a smaller lot, a smaller portion. So that seems to be logically divided the larger, the more people get a larger part, and the fewer people get a smaller part. So that's the simple according to the Posik, Ubefrat especially based on the uh, expounding of our rabbis of blessed memory, the Rashi quotes them, 
that the land was not divided by measure, which means chalokim shovim bechitzonius bekamus, equal parts externally in quantity. In other words, we took it as a but it was evaluated. Chalokim shovim beemes, true parts, beechos in quality, which means that the way we valued a piece of property was not by its physical size, but rather it was valued by its value, what the value of that piece is. So when we say that each tribe got their portion, that portion was by a true value, not just looking at the size, because sometimes you can have a large size which is worth a lot less than a small size. So the val the, the way they distributed it is they took into account it wasn't the physical external measurement, but Bishuma, which is the quality. So we see this is absolutely a quality uh, and it's a distribution which is a logical, which is uh, something which makes sense. Now, that's on one hand. So we see that the land of Eretz Yisrael was went by uh, logic, the, the dividing the distribution. But Le'idach Giso, on the other hand, it's Tavu, they were commanded, So this Posik, it says in the as well as Va'ach Begoyrul, the Cholikas Oretz, which is in our Parshan, in Parshas Pinchas, uh, the Torah says that the land should be inherited through the lottery, and also by the lottery, the land should be distributed. So a lottery is not something which is logical, that comes by uh, whatever the lot happens to fall. So that would be a distribution a uh, illogical that's a heavenly distribution in Hashemayim so this is a paradox on one hand the Torah wants it to be a logical and then we also have this higher than logic distribution the Goyro that's question number one number two before they um made the lotteries before they threw the lots. Elozer would say through Ruach HaKodesh with the Urim V'tumim he would say like this Im shevet if this tribe will come up when they draw the lottery and they draw a name and then it said that so he would foretell that Tchum Ploini, that the other, this particular Tchum, should go with him. So in other words, even before the lottery was done, Eliezer said through Ruch HaKodesh, that if this tribe goes up, then the lot goes up with him. And that's the way it happened. So so based on this, it's surprising. So why were they instructed to throw these lots make this lottery, but we already 
have it predetermined. The Ruch HaKodesh already told us all this, so we know to say this tribe goes with these boundaries. So why was it necessary to have the lots, the girdle? The Rebbe will explain the whole idea of lots is the illogical because we need that to be part of the inheritance of Eretz Yisrael, as we'll see. Third question, Gimel, Be'inyan HaGoyrol, as far as the matter of the Goyrol, Doshur Azal Laposig Beparsha Seinu, the sages expound on the verse in our Parsha. This is the Posig in the uh, in the Lamedalet, Posik Aleph and Beis, uh, so the Posik says there, Tzavez b'nei Yisrael v'amarta aleihem, that katan boy melodes kenan, so Yisra oritz ha-shatifu l'chem benachalo, he's telling them the land that will go to them as an inheritance, so the ex- sages expound that Tzavez b'nei Yisrael v'amarta aleihem, l'yivulos ha-oritz, they say, l'hazir bezdin al-kach, so this is uh, a warning to the Bezdin on this matter. They should not take out bad on the Goyrol saying, oh, it's not really deserved. Is that you should know that the lotteries are Hashem's will. And this is warning Bezdin not to speak bad about these lotteries, the laws about these lotteries. But Shuvas Hagoinim, and in the uh, response of the Goinim, Haisifu Bibiur Choimer Hainyan, they added to articulate how serious this matter is of challenging these Goros. Ha'oiver al Hagoiro, Ka'oiver al Aseris Hadibris. One who violates the Lottery is like he would be violating the Ten Commandments. It's all included, the Shem is warning them, about this Nachla, how important it is of this girl. But the Rebbe asks, this is surprising. Let it be true that notwithstanding that the words of the Goinim do not necessarily need a source in the Talmud, in the Shas, to prove their words. And the Rebbe quotes, because, because all of their words are words of the Kabbalah. So therefore, it's tradition, they've accepted by tradition, and they're 100% reliable. So we're not questioning whether it is as serious as violating the Ten Commandments, because they said so, so we accept that. But the question that we have, but what is the connection? Why are we saying that a goyrol you are violating? What's the connection between a goyrol not following the goyrol to the Ten Commandments specifically? So, we know that Pasuk this says does say, so that in his lap he may place the lottery, but it's uh, the law comes from Hashem. Basically, that the Abraham supports. So there's a Pasuk for that, but this is the mishpat of Hashem. So you over on mishpat Hashem. So that would be violating the law of Hashem. 
but but not specifically the Ten Commandments. Why are the Gainim saying what's the relation, the connection to violating specifically the Ten Commandments? The Rebbe will introduce all this. This Rebbe will answer towards the end of the Sikha, explaining why is it important to have this lottery, and specifically why about the Aseris Hadibris to show that the Aseris Hadibris based on the Ramban is also a higher than logic. But first the Rebbe is going to explain the three aspects that we have in Torah. The Rebbe will explain the three aspects of Torah, which Torah is a Yerusha, it's an inheritance. Hashem also refers to the Torah as a sale that he sold to the Yidin, and also as a Matonah, uh, we find, and the Rebbe is going to explain the difference between Yerusha is something that comes automatically, but it's connected because you're a child or a relative, and the same thing is uh, a sale has a uh, connection to the other person because you have to pay for it. Amatona is basically something that you are not connected. Let's see inside, and then we will see how these three aspects, how they apply in Torah later on. So in Ois base, the Rebbe says, V'yuvan kolzeh b'hagdim ma'ashematzinu gimul inyonim b'negeil Introducing the three aspects that we find as they relate to Torah. Aleph, number one, we see Yerusha, that uh, Torah is called an inheritance. The Pasuk says, Torah tzivalonu Moshe, that the Torah that Moshe taught us is Moirosha, an inheritance for the Kehilas Yaakov, for the community of Yaakov. So there we find that it's called a Yerusha, Moirosha. Number two, base, we call it also a Mecher, a sale, Kemaimer Azal, that we find the saying of our sages of blessed memory in Shmois Rabbe, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Yisrael, Mocharti Lochem Teirosi, that the Eberster says to the Yidden that I sold you my Torah, so we see the Torah is sort of a sale. And Gimel, number three, we find it's also called the Matona, that it's called a gift, that the, the Eberster gave us a gift, Kemaimer Azal, that the sages uh, saying of our sages of blessed memory in Brochus, the Gemara says that Gimul Matonas Toivis Nosan Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael Chulu that Hashem has given three good gifts to the Yidden to Yisrael, and one of them is Torah Chulu, and also Ukenusach Hatvila, and also like we say in the Nusach of the Davening when we are Shavuos, we say Zman Matan Torah Seinu, the time that Hashem gave the Torah, not Hashem sold the Torah, Hashem inherited us the Torah, but Hashem gave us the Torah, so. Here we see, uh, here we see that the three names that the Torah was first of all an inheritance to all Yidden. It was also a sale to all Yidden, and it's also a gift to all Yidden. So, what's the difference between these three languages? So, the difference between them will be understand from the difference that is between inheritance, sale, and a gift in the simple matters. An inheritance is an aspect, is a matter that it doesn't depend on the situation of the recipient, the Yodish. Nothing is required from the recipient because whether he is a godl, whether he is an adult, whether he is mature, becomes in quantity of echas or quality or cotton, whether he's a minor. It doesn't matter. As the Mishnah uses the language, 
If you're a child who's one day old, he can inherit it and he, from others, and he can also inherit others. So that's no, no requirement. Just a relative can uh, inherit. Also, mecher, but when we talk about sale, hudavar, uh, on the other hand, hudavar, so over there, the buyer needs to pay for it. So Yerusha, you get for free. Anybody gets it, but to, to sale, sale, you have to pay for it. As we'll see later on in Torah, there's two aspects of certain things you get and certain things you got to work out. You got to pay for it. You got to work hard. That's the mecha. But taking these two things as they are as opposed to uh, a gift. So, in these two, in Yerusha and Necher, Yerusha, So there needs to be, the recipient has to have some connection, some hold, and some Erech to uh, to, to, to what he's getting. So by Yerusha, when we're talking about inheritance, so over there, the connection is you have to be a relative of the one whose inheritance you're getting. The one who's inheriting you, you got to be related to him. So that is a connection. The, the, ass, the assets that he's giving is the assets of a relative. So, meaning there's a connection, you're related. The mecher, when we're talking about a sale, he has to give some of his own assets, pay in exchange for the matter that is being sold. You got to pay the person. So you have to either be related or you have to pay for it. As opposed to when you get a gift, it's possible. A gift you can give to a relative also, but it's also possible that on his own the recipient should have no shum shaykhis lamaton. He doesn't have any connection, has no relationship, uh, no connection, no relationship to the matona. And still, and yet it's given to him because of the kindness and the goodness of the one, the, the giver. So that means that it doesn't really have to be connected. It's a gift. A gift is a non-connected gift that you're giving to the recipient. So now the Rebbe is going to explain how these three uh, simple distinctions between the um, inheritance and sale and uh, gift how it expresses itself in a similar way in the Torah. Gimel. Similar to this, there is in the Torah these three aspects. Number one, Aleph, is Vichinas Yerusha That is the inheritance of the Torah. Kol Echod Echod Mi Yisrael, everyone and one of Israel. Yiyeh Mi Shiyeh could be whoever it can be. As we said, Afilakot Ben Yoyme Ben Yerusha. But in this case, every Jew is Harehu Bechlal Kihilas Yaakov. He is. Included in the community of Yaakov, 
That's why the Torah is his inheritance. If you are a part of the Kilas Yaakov, it's your Meirosha. And it's known that the Yisrael is Rosh Tevis. The word Yisrael is an abbreviation of Yesh Shishim. There are 60 Ribbi times 10,000, that's 600,000 letters to the Torah. So that is the meaning of Yisrael. So that means that everybody which is part of the 600,000 uh, of Yisrael is part of the Torah. The Kol Echad Echad Mi Yisrael Yesh so that every one and one of Israel has a letter in the Torah. And we can say, This will sweeten us to explain, it makes that explanation sweeter, why is there an uh, equal obligation, the obligation which is equal by every one and one of Israel, that in any situation you are, you must still learn Torah. So there is a Obligation on everybody, without any uh, exceptions. And that's because we're all part of the Kilas Yaakov, so it's all inheritance, and we all are connected to Torah. A person cannot exempt themselves from this obligation. So that's the Yerusha part, which we all have a part, we're all equal, we all must learn Torah. Now we have the second level base, is the sale of Torah. That who that talks already about the understanding, the part that you understand in the Torah. Uh, in order to understand, that comes to the person through his work, his effort. You gotta be miyageya. You gotta work hard to learn Torah. And and if a person did not work hard and he says, "Oh, I still found I know Torah," don't believe him because Torah must. You must buy Torah. There's a level that Torah has to be bought. That's the level of the understanding that you have to work hard in order to achieve knowledge and gain Torah that way. Dugmas Mecher, this is similar to a saying, the one who wants to purchase needs to pay in exchange for the object that he's acquiring. So when you want the Torah, you got to pay for it. You got to work hard for it. And on that level, our sages of blessed memory told us, you got to prepare yourself to study Torah. It's not an inheritance. That part of buying Torah, understanding Torah, acquiring Torah through the learning and effort, that is not going to come to you by the Yerusha. That part is the sale of Torah. And in this, there is difference of levels between each one and one. Their minds are not equal. So there's different people, different abilities, different talents, different minds. And therefore, that would depend on how good of a talent, how good your your understanding is. So then that's how much you can acquire. And also how much effort you put in the way you, you work hard. And also in the obligation to study is one is not exactly the same to the other one. One can fulfill their obligation by studying one chapter in the morning and one chapter in the evening. 
sometimes even less than even a chapter. But one who can learn Torah all day, is obligated to fulfill the mitzvah. You should put effort in day and night, literally. In the, and then we have the third level is Bechinas Matona That's the level of Matona in Torah. Ma shenitin laodom bil Matona milmailo inyonim betorah shehem. That a person is given as a gift from above in matters in Torah that are loyke based Bechinas Hanal, not like the two above mentioned level, which are measured and limited, relative to the person Nivra'i created being, because since the, he is connected, he is invested, because how are they extend, how do they extend to him, is because of his existence, that is an inheritance because he's a relative, so it's his existence. And his understanding, as in a sale. But here we're talking about a gift. Which is beyond the ability, the possibility of a created being to grasp it by himself. And that comes in a way of a gift from above. That comes from Hashem. This would be similar to the saying of our sage of blessed memory. In the beginning, Moshe would learn Torah and forget. Until Hashem gave him a gift. What does it mean that Hashem gave him as a gift? In order that the Torah should be by Moshe in a eternal way, which is beyond the limitation of a created being, which has forgetting. Forgetting is a human condition. That he should no longer have the human condition. That's why there was a need that it should be given to him from Hakadosh Baruch as a gift. So now the Rebbe concludes that level of matone nikrogam b'shem goyro is also called on the level of goyro. K'shem shematone hidovor sheinei tolu just like a gift is something, is a matter which does not hinge on the, uh, on the, on the mind of the recipient. He can't do anything about it. It's Virag It's only at the mind of the one who gives it. He, if he wants to give it. Cain who inyan ha same thing is the idea of a goyrul. That it doesn't hinge on the opinion, on the mind of the person who plays the lottery, places the lottery. Goyrul comes from Hashem. And therefore, a goyrul points to it, hints to and the part which is beyond the under reasoning and the mind of the person. It is something which comes from Hashem. It's an matona, just like the level of matona. And yet, the Rebbe is going to explain in his Dalit 
that notwithstanding that a gift hinges on the one who wants to give the gift, but yet a gift is given to somebody who does you anachas ruach. And yet that's not the same as buying it, as the Rebbe will explain. Although that a gift comes only and solely because the one who gives the gift wants to, and not because of the work, the service of the recipient, but still, our sages of blessed memory tell us, had he not done a pleasantness to his soul, he would not have given him. That also a gift is tied to the work of the recipient. Somehow it's still connected to the... We don't give... You don't give gifts only to one who is fitting for it. So, it is fitting for it. So you can't... Uh, it's his prerogative of the giver. But still, you did something that the person wants to give you a gift. So why is it called... It's still called a matona. Matona basically is matnas chinom. Matona means a gift a free, it doesn't have to, you didn't earn it, it's a matnas chinam, it's an unearned gift, ki avoidas hamekabel rak because the service of the recipient, what it does, it only that it causes a pleasantness, so because it causes a pleasantness, is nitias hanefeshel hanoisen el hamekabel, it tilts the soul, the desire of the giver to the makabel, positions him. But the service of the makabel does not force out that should be given to him the gift. He cannot demand a gift for his service. It only comes from the goodwill of the one who gives the gifts. Hainu. But what it means is that means that the gift is not at all in the value and related to the essence of the service of the Makabal. Because it doesn't force it out. It's only tilts him and he gives it to him beyond. And Rebbe explains now that this is more than just saying the expression of Yogaito Matsoso which we also say that when you put in effort, you'll find the metzi, you'll find much more. This is not the same thing. This is a matona. This is not what our sages of blessed memory say. If you put in effort and you found, you should believe. It's explained. What does it mean you say, and I found? That comes from a language of a finding which comes without having your mind on it. You find something, you didn't have it in mind. Which means it's beyond your work expectation. That through the effort of the person is revealed by him 
and understanding and a deep grasping by Inyan Shaloymed in the matter that he's studying, a lot more than the value of his effort. So that's still a different level. Because for although it comes in a way of a find, where you guide to Matsosi, because still that comes through the effort. That means that the effort draws down his It forces out the revelation of the seichel. For therefore, I'll time it. We say clearly, if you put an effort and you say, I didn't find, don't believe. Because that effort inevitably forces out the Motsosi. Elo, but we're saying that it's a Metziah, more than the value of his effort, but therefore it's understood, let it be greater, but this is still a level which is connected it's still in the relationship in the step the level of created being that is by your guide to but in the level of that is the level of the Torah which comes from Hashem which is higher than the service and the level of created being. And we can't reach that. That's why it comes in a way of a gift. A gift for free. Not through Yigiyah. From above. And the preparation of the recipient. It's only what he does a pleasantness to Hashem, Nitias, uh, a pleasantness to Hashem, Nitias HaNefesh, which would be by a person, would mean when the person's soul tilts to the recipient. It does not force the, the gift. So this is a distinction between your guide to Matsosi and the idea of Matona. Matona is the level of Boire, and the level of Nivre cannot force that out. We find a similar idea, this level of matone uh, being beyond, also by the level of yoir. In the response of the Chavis Yoir, we find that this is likely, the matter is likely. If you did a proper lottery, so then it will attach to it the supreme divine uh, uh, supervision you become fit for Hashem's divine supervision to if it's done properly so which means basically that a girl has hashgochel yenu that is although that the lottery comes from above based on the 
supreme supervision. And it doesn't hinge at all in the work and the choice of the people, but still it has a connection, the Neichel and Nafshe. Because it's you still need to be properly. Then you become Mesugal, you become properly prepared to become have the supreme supervision attach itself to that girdle. Similar is also in the level of a gift and the girdle of entitlement. This level of a gift, a girdle of Torah, is given to the person only when he does a pleasant lenafshi to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Through his wholesome service, to the extent of his ability, shall have of the created being. Only then, then he's given from above as a gift, that which is beyond the service of man. Similar to the saying of our sages, blessed memory, that mentioned above as far as Moshe, that after he learned it, after as his ability as he can, then it was given to him as a gift in an eternal way. So it means first he had to accomplish the all that the Nivra can do from his perspective and be Shlemus, and that made an Eichel and Nafshid, then the Ebishter gave him the extra gift. In Ois Hay, the Rebbe is going to sidetrack for a moment and explain um, the prayer that we say and brought down the Mishnah. The Rebbe is going to be Medaic several Diyukim in the prayer. Uh, what's the connection between the building of the Beis Hamikdash and Chalkenu Besedus Secho, and what is the meaning of saying Chalkenu? Uh, and the Rebbe is going to explain based upon what we learned now that the Eibushter gives you that matona uh, after uh, we do our part, then we get the matona. Let's look inside. So with this we can explain. In pos- possibly explain this that our chachamim learned in the Mishnah. It says, Maybe the will from before you, Hashem, our God, the God of our fathers. What is the prayer that we're asking Hashem? First of all, we're saying that the Beis Hamikdash should be built very quickly during our days. The second thing we're saying, give our portion in your Torah. So this whole prayer over here needs to be explained. Similarly, seemingly, this is not understood. Number one, what is the meaning, what is the content, the idea of the request and the prayer? Give us our portion in your Torah. What are we asking? Either way, if he's going to learn according to his strength, his ability, then he's for sure going to grasp that if you put an effort and you find belief, so that means that if you're going to work hard, you're going to 
get, why do we need the Eberster to give you your portion in Torah, it's up to your work. And if you're not going to work hard, so how is prayer going to help? So then prayer isn't going to help. Because the sages conclude, if you didn't put an effort and you found, don't believe, the Eberster is not going to just give it to you, it's not going to fly into your Head, you have to have your gear, you have to have your gaito. So, what is this prayer that we're asking Hashem to give us the portion in Torah? And number two, Maya Shaykh has been based in Yonim Elu. What is the connection between these two matters, between these two things? First, we're asking that the Beis should be built quick in our days. And then we say, give our portion to Torah. What is the connection? And number three, what is the specific language? Number one, we say, give us our part. That would be understood that that part already is connected to him even before it was given. It's already. It is our portion. Give us our portion. And then we say the other specific we say, in your Torah, we don't say should have just said give us a portion in Torah, not your Torah. The Rebbe is explaining now that we're talking about the level of Matona, which comes after the work that we have done already. The main Content of this prayer is on the level of the gift of Torah, Habo Milmailo, which comes from above. Vihi, and that level of a gift that comes in Torah is Shaloi Be'erach Avedus That's not in the level, not relative to the service and the effort of the person. So that's why you need a prayer. It doesn't come, this is not something that you can that you can put effort in, that need to be given a gift. We're asking a prayer from Hashem. But on the other hand, you still need to have the introduction of the work of the recipient. You need that you've done a pleasantness to the nafshe. That's where you get the matone. That's why this request comes He has already acquired his portion in Torah. He's already bought the Torah. He put a work He has grasped in the Torah according to his power and his abilities. He's worked hard. After you already have your chelik, you have you're asking, give us the chelik, mispalel. You have already a chelik. You say the same chelkenu b'seirusecha. Chelik zesh b'toyros yeshlik for this part of Torah which you already have chelkenu. Yutan loy, it should be given to him. That means you should be able to study it as is it is in your Torah. Our part should become like your Torah. Should be able to study it in the fashion of the gift of Torah. 
So give us a gift, our part that it should be. The Torah as it is beyond the definition, the limitation, the boundaries of created being. Say your Torah, give our portion that we learned that it should be in the level of Torah. Similar to the sages saying about, as in connection with the study of Torah in Gan Eden, that it says, Ashri Mishabolakam Betalmudoi Biyodoi. So it means, Shatzorich Li Betalmudoi. His study, Shalom Adbeulam Hazeh, he studied in this world, the boyf and halimuchabelum hazeh, and in the style of learning of this world, the yodoy talmudoy in his end, the loim doy, and then he goes and he learns him asiga beganeidin al derechasoid, and then you learn it and you grasp it. That same Torah in ganeidin, according to the level of the secret of Torah. So that is chelkeinu that in elam hazeh similar to what we said before that that portion that he has already learned in Torah but he was Meshachah so that was given Hashem's Torah why? before Hashem's honorable throne there's no forgetting so he learned the Torah he got Torah in his Torah that he learned so now we'll also understand, move on, Mashemagdim Bitfilosei, we'll also understand why he introduces in his prayer, He says, Let the Beis Amikdosh be built quickly nowadays. For the true level of Matona in Torah, Then will be the real Matona in the teaching of Mashiach in the future to come. When Mashiach will teach us Torah, then we will actually have the real Matona from the Eberster. So that's why we say, And then we'll pack a Zoyche to the true Matona. In Ois Vav, the Rebbe will say, will explain how by Matan Torah, we can also divide the two aspects of the level of Matona and also the, on the other hand, the level of Yerusha Mecher, which is the level which is associated, connected to the created being, to the Nivroim, and the level of Matona, which is associated and connected to the Noisen, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we will see in the way the Eivishter gave the Torah. Zok the Rebbe, Noizvav, HaHefresh Be'emichinus Yerushal Mecher Shebetoira, the difference between the level, on one hand, Yerushal Mecher Shebetoira, which Shehem Etzad Bechinus HaNivroim, that is from the side of the created being, which is Yerusha, connection, sale, as the Rebbe said, effort. And on the other hand, we have Ubchinus Matona Shebetoira, the level of Matona of Toira Shemitzada Boira. Nikar Gamba, even is seen as Yisrael. We can also tell it, it's also recognized in the style and the way the Toira was given to the Yid. Amr Razal. Our sages tell us, Toira, Toira, Siva Lonu Moshe. That Moshe is the one that told us the Torah. The word Torah is Begimatria Tofresh Yud Alev Havi. 
the word Torah equals 611. We know there are 613 mitzvahs. So 611 mitzvahs were told to us by Moshe. But the two first commandments, the two for Dibrois, we heard it from the mouth of Hashem directly. That means to say, all the myths of the Torah have been given over to the through Moshe. With the exception of the two first sayings. These sayings of and those we heard from Hashem himself. So why is it that these two were to given by Hashem and the others were given through Moshe? Batam, the reason. Limud the study of Kol Mitzvah Hatoyda of all the Mitzvahs of Torah, who chelik ha'havone v'hasogesh b'Torah shi be'erech anivroim. That's the part of understanding and grasping in Torah, which is in the realm of created being. That's why it was given to him through Moshe. That's why it was given through Moshe. He brought down the Torah to uh, the level of understanding and grasping for each and every one of the Yidin. And that's why all the mitzvahs were given through Moshe Rabbeinu. Avol beis dibres arishayna. On the other hand, the two first sayings. What is the idea of those mitzvahs? What is the content of those mitzvahs? Emunah v'kabolah soil. Belief in Hashem and accepting the yoke of Hashem. Malchus shamayim. Kabolah soil. Malchus shamayim to accept the yoke of the heavenly kingdom. Shalemaylam etavadaz. Which is beyond the reason and understanding. Their main part of that, that level of Maila Metamadas, comes as a gift from above. That's why these two sayings were said to the Yidden, not through an intermediary. Even not through the intermediary of Moshe Kiim. Shamu Aisan Mipiha Gavura, they heard it from Hashem. Umitsad his galuzu divaida berelikim goimer. And because of this revelation, that Vaida Berelikim, that Elikim speaks over here, that level the first Dibrais, and that Vaida Berelikim, Nikra Yim Nisinas Atoiro Li Israel. That's why the day that Torah was given to Yidin Beshem Matan Torah, which is Matona, a giving of the Torah as a gift. That comes as a gift from above. Now, the Yidin prepared for Matan Torah, but this is all Shaloi Berech. The preparation and the service of the Bnei Yisrael that preceded Matan Torah, including also that they introduced to say, first we will do before they said we're going to listen, which is expiration of your Metzias, nullification of your existence to Hashem. But it's still a service 
and a subjugation that comes from a created being. And it's not in the same relevant, in the same realm as the revelation of Matan Torah. Hashem descends on us. The fact that the other eight sayings are also part of that revelation of Matan Torah. So, one would say, so then why have to give them? Why by Dabir Alikim? And then, so that's understood. Shagam Hain. Even though they, they are commands which are based on reason and understanding, they have a connection to the level of matona in Torah Kidl Kamon, as will be brought out later on. In Isaiah, the Rebbe will explain that while the eight Dibris are basically be his galus through Moshe Rabbeinu, but the Ramban says that the coil we still heard from Hashem. Because that level of Kabbalah's oil, which is has to manifest itself, has to come out the Proteus also in all the mitzvahs, that not only mitzvahs to do because of their understanding, but to do them with the Kabbalah's oil. And that's why all of that said is Hadibris, as Rebbe will explain, there was the coil of Hashem, like the Ramban says, because the understanding was explained by Moshe Rabbeinu of the eight Dibris. The first two Dibris were totally Kabbalah soil, was Lamailo Mehasoga, but the, even the other mitzvahs, the coil was the Ebrishters, was Hashem's, but the actual explanation was Moshe Rabbeinu's. And that's why Asedes Hadibris as a whole represent the higher level of matone, which is the idea of goyrel, and that's why if one violates the goyrel, the tshuva sagarinim say is like even alseres adibris, which is lemaila metamadas. Let's look inside. Zayin. Yedua shitas haramban. It's known, the view of the ramban, the oid and others. The beches dibris haachreinus, that in the eight last sayings, shomu bnei Yisrael, they did hear the voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But they didn't understand. Which means, simply, we learn that only two they heard from Hashem, and the other eight they heard from Moshe. But the Ramban says, no, no, no. The first two they heard, also the whole understood the first two. The other eight, also they heard the voice, but they didn't understand they didn't understand what Hashem said. needed to go back and articulate it and explain it for them. So, the Rebbe says, not understood. Aleph, number one, So what's the benefit from just hearing the voice of the sayings without understanding them? So why does the Ebrister... Uh, make them hear his voice when they don't understand it. And number two, base. So what is the difference, the reason for the difference between the first two saying? Over there, the first two sayings, they heard it from Hashem and they also understood it. They didn't need Moshe Rabbeinu. 
and Torah Tziva Lono Moshe, the 613, and the rest of the Seres Adibris, Leches Dibris Achreinus, Shesho Murak HaKoyl. By the eighth, last saying, they only heard the voice. Why by the first two, they understood from Hashem, and here they only heard the voice, and they needed Moshe to explain. Babir was that. An explanation in this. Through the sayings of it was extended to the Bnei Yisrael the belief in Hashem and accepting his yoke of his kingdom in a way of a gift from above Kinal as mentioned earlier that's why they heard it from Hashem, not through the intermediary of Moshe, because we needed this came as a gift directly from Hashem. Omnom, but that wasn't sufficient to stop over there. It is not sufficient that this belief and this acceptance of the yoke should just be in a general way by the person. They need to illuminate his service when he observes each one and one of the mitzvahs he has to have that level of that at the time that he fulfills a individual mitzvah specific mitzvah he should sense feel that he observes it because of his belief and this accepting of the yoke so in order to tie and connect the belief and the acceptance of the yoke with each one of the mitzvahs, it wasn't sufficient to just hear the first two saying from Hashem Piagvura. We need to connect it and bring it down to all the individual mitzvahs. They need a voice. A voice means there needed to be a revelation of an extension from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore the Bnei Yisrael needed to hear all of the Sen sayings in the old Sen sayings in the all of the Ten sayings is called Taryag Mitzvah Satoiro all the 630 mitzvahs are hinted in the Ten Commandments, as we find as Horus of the Rasag, as the Rebbe brings down the note, we needed to hear it from Hashem. So therefore we need at least the voice. But why is it only a voice? The other hand, the reason why they needed to hear all the ten sayings from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that wasn't because of the part of the understanding and the grasping of the Dibris. They need to hear because of the accepting of the yoke and the Amunah. That is beyond the reason and understanding when you do the mitzvah, you also want to do the mitzvah's practice, not just because of the understanding. So you're listening to the coil in order to be able to do it in Kabbalah soil. So that's why the Bnei Yisrael did not hear the other sayings in a way they should understand it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
לאהוי ביכולתם לשמוע להבין הדיברס כפי שיוצאו מפי הגבורה. They had not the ability, weren't able to hear and to understand the דיברס that they come from the גבורה. רק שמו כל הקדוש ברוך They only hear the כל הקדוש ברוך הוא. שהכל דהשם המשיך בשוי מהכל. That voice of Hashem extended into those who hear the voice, which is the Bebnei Yisrael, the belief in Hashem and accepting His kingdom, His yoke of His kingdom, also in the other Ebikiyum, each one of the mitzvahs. So basically, those, the Amshocha the, the, the from Hashem, those are mitzvahs, Dibris that have to come down by Havona, but we want that those that come down the Havona should be infused with the Kabbalah's oil. So therefore, it's not to be understood from Hashem, it's just the coil, the Hamshacha, the Gilui, that that Kabbalah's oil from the first Dibris comes in the other Dibris as well. But they are not able to actually understand it, uh, because that's beyond understanding. But yet, they should do the mitzvah based on Amunah and Kabbalah's oil. That is also That's why it says in the Shuvas One who violates on the lottery will be violating the Ten Commandments. Why the Ten Sayings? When you violate the Goyrel, it's similar to an Aveira. Not only on the portion that you understand and grasp in Torah, you're violating the Goyrul. If you're violating the Goyrul, you're violating the Goyrul. What is the Goyrul of the Torah? Those are the ten sayings. They were given to the Yidden in a way of a gift and a lottery from above. So when you're not listening to the Goyrul, which means then you're violating the goyrul. The aseres adibras are the goyrul part of the Torah. So now the Rebbe concludes, we also understand why in Eretz Yisrael we needed to have that level of goyrul which is above the reason and rationale. Ches, apikol, anal, yuvon, based on all the above we'll understand, ma'ashachalukas Eretz Yisrael, hoysal pi goyrul davke. Why the Distribution, the dividing up of Eretz Yisrael was by lottery specifically. Because in Yonush al Eretz Yisrael, what is Eretz Yisrael? The Pasuk states, Tomid that the eyes of Hashem are always there from the beginning to the end of the year. From the beginning of the year to the end of the year. In it, in Eretz Yisrael, shines. His blessed godliness openly. Without the blockages, without the obscurity of this world. In Eretz Yisrael, there's a special revelation and Hashem's godliness is openly, as opposed to all other lands. So this aspect, that in this physical and materialistic world, there should be a space that in it, in that place, godliness, light shines openly. That is beyond the service of the created being to bring down a light into this world. 
That comes as a gift from above. Ukamaim Razal mentioned earlier Gimul Matonis, the three. One of them we said was the toilet, the level of Maton, but we also have Eretz Yisrael over there. That's one of the three. And therefore, Gam Oifen Chalukas Oritz, also the way the land was distributed. That's why the way was distributed, the land needed to be through a girdle. That is a distribution which is not based on the reason and understanding of the person. It, the lottery comes from Hashem by the supreme uh, the providence by Hashem's supervision. Just as we explained earlier, that when do you get the matone and the lottery? That comes after the completion of the service of the created being. Likewise, in this case, only after the command, which are rational. For the more, one who has larger gets more, and the one who has smaller amount, the people gets less. Is to understand, to prepare everything based on the reason and rationale. Then there was the throwing of the lottery. That way, the distribution of Eretz Yisrael came into, was revealed as it is by the divine uh, supervision openly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is Mesichas Yembeis the Chag HaShavuos Tovshin Chav Zayin.